and welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Flora. <laughs> That's Fauna. And this is a podcast. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay, okay. No, okay, we're still okay. going. We chat about animals. <laughs> we're both real-life zookeepers, and each week we'll be discussing a new animal and learning more about them. As always, nothing we say reflects our organizations, and all thoughts and opinions are our own. So with that... Let's keep this ball rolling. This is great. And, I, my, and my name's Fauna. <laughs> and I'm Fauna. Hello. I've made it. How are we you? We had a whole giggle fest right before that, and it rolled over into into it. By we, you mean me. You. <laughs> I made you. Giggly. Literally made you stop recording and restart it so that I wouldn't have to edit out all the giggle. <laughs> Joke's on you, bitch. Continue the giggling. Fauna, how's your week? It's going pretty well. You know, it's going pretty well. I made some cinnamon rolls the other day. Oh. And I added some blueberries into it. So I made these, like... What? These mutant babies, because I didn't thaw them, and so they got all soggy. But then I what? also... I cooked them until they were done. They tasted good. They looked hideous. <laughs> wow. I never would Which, have, like, um, put that combo, that flavor combo. See, that's why you're, yeah. like... You're, oh, like, and my I added... <laughs> It's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. You always take me to Flavor Town. Like every time I talk to you and you like make me something, we always what go up? to Flavor it's me. Town. <laughs> Taking you to Flavor Town, twenty four seven. I also added some lemon zest and I made a lemon glaze for the top. Oh my god, so extra. I gobbled those up. They were so good. Other than that, though, it's just been bad, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Other than you know that, I mean? though, like just real bad. <laughs> Really bad. Um, so bad. I got I got a mattress pad for my bed. Sick. Um, glow so. up. All <laughs> <know>, right. Um, <laughs> Fuck. You're looking up. You fucking didn't have one before. Have I been, didn't. How have you been living? I don't know. I just like I I think I like awoke the other day and I was like, hang on. So you just like had <laughs> a mattress and then you had a sheet on top of it. Yes, and my sheet never wow. quite fit properly. It would always, like, shimmy down. And I was like, oh, I feel like something's missing. <laughs> I think it was because the mattress pad was missing. I had, um, like, yeah. a waterproof one, too, I think. Because I barf the all the go. time, you know? <laughs> so if I barf <laughs> in my bed, it doesn't ruin my mattress. <laughs> I should get that because I, I pee all the time, you know? Thanks, Mom. So. My mom actually bought that for me in college because she was like, you're going to be shit-faced all the time, and I don't want you to ruin that fucking school mattress and then make me pay for it. <laughs> That's great. That's actually a really good gift. Yeah. If anyone's looking for like dorm, dorm gifts. gifts. Yeah. Waterproof That's mattress pad. I um yeah, I mean, now that I have it, I've never been better. So beautiful. I don't think mine's waterproof though, so if I piss it'll just hold the piss on my <laughs> mattress. <laughs> Damn. Just kinda like keeps it there. Uh yeah, how's your how's your week going? Mine's crazy. I am working now. Oh my god, welcome back to the workforce. I was furloughed for like a month and a half. Yeah. And then they decided, oop, you're essential again. And they gave me like <laughs> less than 10 We're hours sorry. notice or something. I don't even remember what it was. And was like, hi, full time again. Woof. So, you know, it's nice to be outside. I am getting paid less than I did when I was getting unemployment. Okay. Which is the nature of the zoo keeping game. We don't get paid worth anything. So yeah, I'm working. That's why I couldn't get that waterproof mattress. Back. <laughs> I'm working five hundred times as hard, yes, as I did when I was sitting on my couch, and I'm yes. getting paid less. And your chance of injury has like skyrocketed. Okay, here's the thing. I yeah. my body went from like being a princess, like princess hands with no calluses, to now yes. like being thrown back into forty hour work weeks. I'm yeah. broken. Like, my knees hurt, my back hurts, my shoulder hurts, my hands are raw and swollen and, like, ragged, and I want to kind of just die. So, um, if everybody, if you're being furloughed, it's something I never thought about. Just go outside and just, like, roll in the dirt and, like, hit yourself with a stick a couple times and just, like, prep. Because it's going to be fucking hell when you go back. Yeah, you gotta, like, condition the body. Prep yourself. But then um, Just, like, mangle your hands, you know? Just mangle them. Like, hit him against the wall and, like... Oh, you know, like, the... Oh, gosh, there's, like, stone... Stone, like, uh... Like, half-wall things that they have everywhere? I don't know. Yeah. Just, like, grate your hand on it. You know how you always, like, scrape oh, your hand on those yes. things? Yes. Always. Always. 
Uh, okay, um, so we just have a little good. bit of business before the pleasure. We have some Grime Gang sh- sh- <laughs> Grime Gang shit-its. <laughs> Podcast is canceled because I've lost the ability to speak. Bye. <laughs> Grime Gang shout-outs. We have three yeah. of them. Okay, I want to do um, gifts for their dorm. <laughs> Amazing. So we get them for their dorm. Move in day. Amazing. <laughs> uh, are you Reggie? Yeah. Okay, we have Abby P. Abby P. Hmm, let's see. I think I'm going to gift Abby one of those like felt cover cubes that you can buy at Target where you can store shit in and it, the little top comes off and it also works as like an ottoman. Yes, I love those. Because they're like, everyone needs extra seating as if anyone <laughs> wants to sit on that cube that most definitely will tip over. <laughs> as if you have any space in your dorm to even put the cube. <laughs> you're just you going to put, put it like, under your bed. <laughs> exactly. You're going to put like, I don't know, old socks and like oranges in there. So enjoy that cube. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, Jamie A. Jamie A. Hmm. How about some, like, cool flippy floppies she wears in her shared dorm shower? Nice. Keep the fungus at bay. Yeah. Maybe, like, some little birds on them or something. Love that. Something cute. Yeah. Okay, Hannah S. Okay. I'm going to give Hannah a little little air plant because those are, like, so low maintenance, but they're just going to, like, zhuzh up her room. Right. And she's going to get all the suitors. (laughs) Because like of cute, that air plant. And like a cute little pot. What's the pot? Is it an animal? Oh, the pot. Oh, my God. Okay. The pot is magnetic, so it can like stick to what whatever fuck? metal fucking surface. I Okay. <laughs> Jesus. It's in my Amazon wish list right now. I'm buying it. Like, I've been thinking so about it. Detailed. I actually own this in my home, so I'm going to give you a little insight. It's um, it's like so a little- So you're re-gifting. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, actually, I love it. I'll just get a second one for you. Um, but it's magnetic, so it's like a little bowl, but only half a bowl. So it's like a flat side. And then you put the little airplane in there. And then on the outside, it's ceramic. And so it's just this, like, little woman's face. And she's just like, hey. <laughs> I'm glad you're not regifting the little airplane thing that I gave you. Because I would I, never. I, I love that thing. <laughs> I also give you, like, a little gremlin airplane. It's perfect. Uh, I love it. All right. That's the f- that's a fucking business. Good luck at college. You three. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> call me if you need a letter of recommendation. <laughs> Don't call me. Flora can't write. <laughs> I can't read or write. <laughs> I guess call me instead of writing because I won't be able to read your letters. <laughs> She's like, oh, wow, another paper. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I love these papers my children this send me. This one's like <laughs> decorated. It's got lines on it. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my uh, God. So here's my nine pages of notes I'm about to read. <laughs> Drop them notes on me. So here's the thing. I've been watching a bunch of, if you're in the Discord, you know, Subnautica live stream, not live streams, Subnautica Let's Plays. It's like this ocean game about the ocean. Oh. And I've just been like okay. in the ocean right now. So we're oh. doing an ocean animal. I think I, yeah. even, I think I asked for a big ocean thing, which is very targeted. I wanted to do a specific animal and then someone said it so i picked that one so that was a little bit of like <laughs> chris angel <laughs> mind fuck right where i just basically made you <laughs> made you guess what i wanted you to say um we yeah that's a that's a flora and fauna special like chris angel <laughs> the fuck out of you thank you is that, is that like you said i crisp angel <laughs> crisp angel crisp you yeah the 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 fucking oldest joke that has ever been told is that the patrons actually pick our <laughs> our uh, episodes. <laughs> no, you do, you do. Okay, so we're doing the manta ray. Oh yes, the it's about time. Ray. It is about time. I love that big thing. I okay. It's I flappy cred, but I don't. It's large and it's credit oh, <laughs> belongs Sab- to Sabrina F. Oh, great pick! Thanks, Sabrina fucking dope pick god i can't believe we haven't talked about rays yet i know beautiful thing okay so animal chordate this is in the class chondrichthys which are the yes. cartilaginous fish yes so sharks and stuff sharks skates and rays i love saying that word chondrichthys i feel like, like that's the... my only party trick <laughs> honestly it's like the one 
I had to like memorize so much in like vertebrate anatomy, like all these like mm-hmm. classifications. And it's like the one that like to this day, that and like diptera. I'm always just like, that's a fucking fly. And that, <laughs> and then this <laughs> being like sticks with you. Yeah. There's like certain ones. Is diptera. Okay. I had to Google it. I'm right. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Just in case. Okay. So order is Meliobetaformes. Okay. And there, this is one of the four orders of rays. Okay. So there's that sounds there's, like so ominous and official, like the yeah. order of the ray. The order of the ray. So rays are actually the largest group in the chondrichthys. Oh, okay. So of all cartilaginous fish, there's there's a shit ton of rays. That's great because I love them. Like the more the merrier, you know. Yeah, just like pile them on. Fucking eat them at me. Okay, Mobulidae is the family. Okay, and then Mobula. Is the genus <laughs> very good? Formerly was Manta, but has been changed to Mobula. Oh, Mobula. Sure, it's said differently. So there's actually two species of ray. Of I'm sorry, of manta rays. There's a bajillion okay. of rays, but of manta rays, there's two species. They actually were very recently discovered that they were like two separate things for a very long time it was just like there are manta rays. In 2008, they were like there are actually two manta rays. So oh. there is the mob, uh, Mobula barostris, which is the giant oceanic manta ray, and then Alfredi, which is the <gasps> reef manta ray. Cute. Yeah, little Alfredi. Like Alfredo. So the word manta is actually Portuguese and Spanish for mantle and kind of like cloak blanket. Yes. So, I mean, that just gives you manta vibes right there. Big cloak vibes, right? yes. Yeah, he has like a cloak on. He, no, he he M cloak. Well, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> this is also known as the devil fish because of their quote horn shaped fins. So the okay. two fins at the front of their face, people think, make them look like little devils. They do look kind of. I guess. I think they look cute though. Well, yeah, but I can I see where people cute. are coming from. I don't think it's mutually exclusive. True. They kind of just look like little flappy mouth hands yeah it's just like and that's what they that's literally what they are they used to shovel the food in so again very recently didn't even know this was a thing they are their own genus so the mobula is just these it's just the mantas and they are actually the only ray species that's evolved into a filter feeder so he's filtering and his mouth is on the front of his face oh. which i never really thought about but yeah like when you're at the aquarium and the ray, like, goes up on the glass and you just see his, like, gross mouth. Yeah. That's not a manta ray because he doesn't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. This guy's kind of just like a toothpaste tube. Yeah. You know, it's like that, wide like, at the top. That, like, gapes open. Yeah. You yeah. know what he is? You know what he is? He's those what? little, like, coin purses that you squeeze. Oh! <laughs> that's oh, my exactly God. That's exactly it. what he is. You squeeze him open. You put your pennies in. Oh my god, he's like a little pierogi fucking, ugh! Like a little, oh my god. I put my mashed taters in there, and he's a true pierogi. Wow. He is, isn't he? He's like a, he just looks like a little gusher or something. Mm. He's holding all the ocean secrets, that's what's inside. Oh, I like mm. that. Thanks. So, uh, until very recently, they like weren't again like an agreement of their the taxonomy which is why like in just in 2008 they were like okay yes different species they have found different color morphs and they were thinking like that was is that a different species is it not no it's not so in, mm-hmm. they actually did like a study to like analyze the difference in their populations and that's when like really two different species emerged with the third possible oh okay so they still like aren't sure huh uh, apparently i mean like what Damn. else do they got to do Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) So fossil records are kind of difficult when you're looking at a cartilaginous fish because there's not like a lot of stuff to to fossilize, you know? Yeah, yeah. So very few have been found. Mostly like they're small little teeth. Uh, That's weird. But there are only three fossil beds, I guess, in like the whole world have like manta ray fossils in them. Oh. Okay. That's uh, not very many, huh? Like, it just seems, like, a little exclusive. Right. I don't even know how many there are. Like, what if there's only five? <laughs> yeah, true. Then that's, like, a lot. That's, like, a majority. Well, what if there's, like, <laughs> 7,000? 
That's the minority. I could not even estimate how many... What did I even call it? Something bed. Fossil bed. How there many fossil beds are there? Isn't everything... Like, isn't your backyard a fossil bed? Like, there's little fossils in there everywhere. Like, all of Earth, man. <laughs> all of Earth. <laughs> like, it's gotta be, right? <laughs> so maybe there's only one Earth. <laughs> Yeah, and these scientists are fucking wrong again. Again. Why do we always have to anything fucking right. fix everything? Okay, the two different species is the giant oceanic ray, which is our barostris. And this is the largest ray in the whole motherfucking world. He big. Okay. Big man. So big. So he can be seven meters or 23 feet in width. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's so 23 big. feet in width. I was not expecting that. He's huge. That's, that's bigger than the room I'm in. He can be three. <laughs> oh, no shit. Yeah. That's he can freaking me out, dude. 3,000 kilograms. That's 6,600 pounds. Oh, my God. He does have all the ocean, like the whole ocean secrets inside of him. He has room. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But on average, okay, that's like max. That's maxed out. Average is four and a half meters or 15 feet wide. Okay. Wide. <laughs> but that's still... Big. Bigger than me. Still bigger than my room, I think. Not quite as big as a school bus. <sighs> right. Wide. <laughs> Long. Could be wider. <laughs> Could be wider, but still pretty wide. That's just like freaking me out. I don't know. I'm just like getting... Like, I'm thinking about the size of the room I'm in and just, like, how wide that thing is and that I'm just getting a vision of it, like, above me. I'm stuff probably going to have nightmares. <laughs> stuff in the ocean is so big. It has no right. No it, right well, to okay. be as big as it is. It's like that whole thing, like, it grows to the size of the tank it's in. Da, 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 da. But, like, this guy is just out here. And he's like, I'm Dude, if that was it. true, <laughs> there would be one big animal in the ocean and that would be it. Like, this is my tank. Oh my god, okay, speaking of, so that theory that, like, grows to the side of whatever it's in, I was applying that to Phantom of the Opera the other day, this is a very big side note, but, like, what if he, like, okay, here's my question, did he just make that mask? Did he, because it had to be handcrafted to fit his face, or did he just pick it up as a teen, put it on, and then that's, he grew into it, like, it, maybe he wasn't facially deformed at all, he just... I grew into a mask he never took off. A costume mask and he broke it in half so that he only had to wear half of it. How does only half of it stick to his face? That's what I'm saying though. It has to fit perfectly to stick to his face. It's like a tree. Did he just grow into it? Yeah, like a tree, like how sometimes they eat fences. (laughs) That's what his face (laughs) did to that mask. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. Great. I'm glad we're in agreement. I'd like to go back to talking about Ray. So the reef manta ray, (laughs) which is all Alfredi, our Alfredo boy, he's the second largest ray in the world, come to find out. Okay. So he can be up to five and a half or 18 feet in width. Again, very big. The weight, 1,300 kilograms or 3,000 pounds. But again, the average is smaller, so around three and a half meters to 11 and a half feet is the av. It's bigger than me. Still big, my man. Still impressive yeah. as hell. Yeah. Yes, yes. So Still impressed. smaller than a bus, but... But what can you I'm, do? I'm we can't impressed. all be buses. So the- <laughs> We don't all carry children around with us. <laughs> <laughs> so the giant oceanic, he's like circumglobal. This guy is like a world traveler. So oh, okay. any of the like tropical, subtropical waters, he's like, sign me up. The reef manta ray, its name, I mean, their names are, like, very, very good. Giant oceanic, he's in the ocean. Reef manta, he's, he's like, near the reef. So he's in the tropical and subtropical uh, regions of the Indo-Pacific Oceans and, like, the coastal regions. Okay. But both pelagic, so both, like, open, just, like, depths. Like, there can be things, there can be nothing above and below, like, ocean. Just ocean. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I know that's that there's like the phobia, uh, thalassophobia, I think, which is like the fear of the ocean. Oh, that's And me. <laughs> I like am in that subreddit and like, I just, but I, because I enjoy it. Like, I love all the things that scare those people because I just think the ocean is great. So I, I okay. It's great. Yeah. I love the ocean. 
But the idea of just, like, being out there and having no concept of, like, what is high and what is low and, like, waves being above me and below me and... But if you have your scuba on, you know where everything is because you got I'm a not compass. S- I'm not scuba certified. Well, then get out of the ocean. <laughs> Why are you in the ocean? I, I, I just happened to be there and I'm not having a good time. Stop. Get out. I'll rescue someone, you. Someone. Okay. That, I'm that not way. rescue diver certified, so I can't. Well, <laughs> Sorry. fuck. Okay. Fuck. So this ray, both of them prefer water temps above 68 degrees Fahrenheit, 20 degrees Celsius. <gasps> nice. So they're not going to Antarctica. <laughs> I said 68. 68. I said above, so that's 69 and up. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so, like, it's like a little belt that, like, wraps around the Earth. Like, that's where the um, giant oceanic is. So, furthest from the equator that they were found was North Carolina, which was 31 degrees north. (laughs) That's close to home. (laughs) I was expecting, like, not America. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, dude, they're everywhere. And then the northern island of New Zealand was, like, the further south, 36 degrees south. Wow. Okay. So in that, like, belt. Okay. Yeah. Big swimmers swim a long time. They're a fish. (laughs) That's what they do. (laughs) And uh, they fitted some with radio transmitters, and some have traveled as far as 1,000 kilometers or or 620 miles from where they were, like, radio tagged. Damn. Uh, also been known to travel to depths over 1,000 meters or 3,300 feet. They trying to prove a point? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> you can just go where he needs to just, go. Just doing it, athletes. He has to be able to travel to all corners to get all the secrets. Yeah, you know what? You're right. He's like, <laughs> he's like the ocean journalist getting the scoop. Getting that scoop. Yeah. So appearance, he's like a pierogi. He's a coin purse. He's a gusher he's i don't know quadrilateral he's a quadrilateral (laughs) so he has a very broad head like his front bit is flat (laughs) yeah yeah for sure he has the beautiful beautiful triangular (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) podcast canceled triangular wow wow (laughs) triangular episode listen triangular listen listen triangular (laughs) I do a lot of reading, and I am well-read, and I know that this word is triangular. Yeah, Pectoral right. Pectoral fins. Oh, Love those okay. things. Right? His pecs. That's yeah. what gives him his, like, shape. And then... <laughs> hourglass figure. That figure. And then he has the horns, the devil horns, which are, are mm. the cephalic fins on either side of his mouth. Okay. He has a generally flat body. I mean... Oh, yeah. Know, I would say so. Flat. And then his eyes are actually just directly behind kind of where those cephalic fins are. So um, just back, like, just a little bit. And he does have gill slits on his belly. So on his ventral side, he's got his his breathing apparatus. Yeah, that makes sense. importante. Mm-hmm. He does have a tail. And the okay. tail is shorter than his body. So it doesn't really add, he doesn't really uh, give him, like, a lot of length, you know? Mm-hmm. There's no skeletal support in that, and this is really a vestigial remnant of a barb that other stingrays have, but the manta mm. ray actually doesn't have any stinging barb. It's he just didn't a little, need it. It's just a little stick coming out of his butt, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just like ours. <laughs> yeah. Just like stick my- coming out of our butts. <laughs> just like my little coccyx down there. <laughs> <laughs> I used to use it for stinging. <laughs> now it's now, just there. It's just there. So he also has a really, really small dorsal fin. It's really cute. Right at the base of his tail, like right where that stinger attaches, he has like a little dorsal fin. It's so small. He's like a little tiny baby orca. It's just like, cute. Aw. It's just cute. So his width is usually two and a half times his length. Oh, oh. It's like one of those, like, your height is like your arm span. Oh, sick! Yeah, thing. It's just like that. yeah, yeah. So it's like that, but like manta, but manta, manta rules. So yeah, he's definitely more width than he is length. Length. Yeah. Well, Do- well. Here's the question, and this is what confused me for years in all of my math classes. Uh oh, <laughs> it's like won't be able to help. 
is I okay because my question was for the most part in those classes it was like the length was the longer one so the one time I came across a question that had the width as the the bigger number I was like hang on does that is that now the length right like what even qualifies as the width or the length right you're getting There's into no chode answer. territory chode <laughs> oh you're in, you're in chode territory now. No, I don't want to be here. Someone rescue me. You dug I'm not your scuba own scuba certified. You dug your own chode hole and now you must live in it. <laughs> I will not yeah. rescue dive you out of your chode hole. Please don't leave me in a chode hole. This is the last place I want to be. <laughs> it's where you fucking belong. I gave all those nice dorm gifts. I don't belong here. I don't that was you giving up your like your precious <laughs> objects before you went to go die in your chodel. <laughs> oh my god, please stop saying I'm in a chodel. <laughs> I, I can't stop. It's like the greatest thing I've ever said. <laughs> no, I feel bad. Okay, I'll take you out I of your chodel. I'll take you out. I'll take you out. I'll take you out. I'll take you out. Thanks, mommy. <laughs> if you're bad, you're gonna go back. <laughs> That's actually, it's not actually the, the, what is it, the chokey? It's actually the chode hole in Matilda. Is it the pokey? <laughs> the chokey? <laughs> oh, yeah. I have no idea what that thing's called. The chode hole. Can you chode imagine? Hole. It's like a Tr- saw, saw movie. You open the door. <laughs> What's in there? A, or or Miss, Miss Trenchbull would definitely put people in a chode hole. <laughs> You can get the key to the device, but it's in the bottom of the chode hole. (laughs) Want to play a fucking game, chode? (laughs) You fucking chode? Oh. Just like to make matters worse, Jigsaw also calls me a chode. Like, (laughs) wow, bud. Like, pour salt in the wound. (laughs) What if Jigsaw was just like way more like out with how much he fucking hated you you know he kind of keeps it to himself that he hates you he just like tortures you but what if he's just like hey listen you fucking joke <laughs> that's not what jigsaw sounds like at all hey you little bitch <laughs> you're in a fucking bear trap you gotta dig in this hole with a bunch of fucking chodes in it or else you're gonna legs gonna run off <laughs> you fucking idiot <laughs> I spit <laughs> You'll never see your fucking air plant container ever again. <laughs> Kiss that fucking thing goodbye. <laughs> Honestly, it would probably have a better chance at life without me. <laughs> You're like, that's fucking fine. I belong in my chode hole. Thanks, Jigsaw. Um, I feel like your uh. Jigsaw sounded more like Chucky. <laughs> yeah, who the hell? I can't even picture Jigsaw. I mean, I can picture him, but I can't even picture that. What is that little? Oh, he has like a deep, like, wanna... no, I can't do it. I can't do it. Want to play a game? <laughs> Mine just sounds like a... Just sounds like a bad man. Yeah. <laughs> like a Batman. Is what... I'm the Batman. Just... You want to play a game? <laughs> Here's what you got to do. Climb down in this fucking hole. You piece of shit. <laughs> Why, Batman? Why are you doing that? Batman, what happened to you? I thought, I thought you were a vigilante. <laughs> why, why are you tormenting me? I'm just some woman. Why are you a doll all of a sudden on a fucking trike? <laughs> oh my god, though. Let me set the scene. You're just like, you're just chilling in your home. <laughs> the, door, the door is kicked open. A small puppet man on a trike comes in and says, Get me a chocolate hole. <laughs> Get in this fucking hole. Oh my god. Get in this fucking hole or I'm gonna eat all your kind of cheese. <laughs> I'm like, oh it's shit. time. It's time to go. Man, dude, quarantine has done a number on us. Oh yeah. It's done okay, us right. Um, so we're wow. talking about manta hate that. Rays. <laughs> I hate that, I hate that. Oh. Okay, I'm definitely having nightmares tonight. <laughs> a manta ray is gonna come down from the ceiling, smother you, and then like whisper about chodes in your ear. Enjoy in the chodo. <laughs> Fuck. Ew, 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 ew. Okay, okay. erasing Beautiful, it from memory. <laughs> majestic manta beasts. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Dorsally on the on the top, they're usually dark or black coloration, and they're gonna have like pale shoulders. 
Um, these like whitish markings that really give shoulder them like pads. this shoulder pad look, which is very gorge. And very then eventually 80s. on the bottom, they're going to be pale white or just like a lighter color, um, which yeah. is that like counter shading shit we talked about in Penguin. Was that like a bonus episode? I can't remember if that was bonus or just like maybe. Free. If you haven't heard us talk about penguins, look on that app. If it's not there, go to patreon.com. I don't know where it is. <laughs> um, we talked about counter shading in that episode where things are darker on top than they are on the bottom, which kind of helps with like looking up into the surface of the ocean, the sun shining down, white belly, deep dark ocean, black top, blah, blah, blah. Fuck yeah, dude. You blend right in. Blend right in. So there are color morphs that are known to exist, including a pink one. <gasps> <laughs> is it like millennial pink <laughs> it's like hot pink they photographed this thing in the great barrier what? reef in australia google pink manta ray it's like neon pink oh my god it probably got like radioactive trash on it or something <laughs> i don't know but it's hot pink. Oh. but it's like uh gorgeous <gasps> oh how is that real i don't know I asked Darwin, he didn't answer the phone. I called ten times. That is like bubblegum pink. Right? Isn't that bizarre? Fuck, dude. That just makes me want some bubblegum. Like hubba bubba. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the hubba bubba uh, pink, I think is what it is. I know. So good. Okay. And the skin is covered in a mucus, which helps protect it from all sorts of stuff, including like parasites and infection. So if you ever touched a ray in like a touch tank... Yeah, they're um, kind of slippy. Yeah, yeah, slippy, slimy. So the mantis have that as well. So the two species can actually be visually identified. They do look a little bit different. So you can okay. check out like the color pattern, the dermal denticles, and its dentition. <laughs> uh, triple D. Triple <laughs> D right there. We're dermal denticles and dentition. Welcome to my fucking show. We talk about skin teeth and real teeth. I don't know why the Food Network picked this up. <laughs> this has nothing to do with food, actually. We're running out of content. Why are we watching this show? Okay, so the giant oceanic, it has the angular shoulder markings. Like, they're very 90 degree angle. Like, it looks like someone drew them. Like, they're so sharp. Oh, okay. The reef manta has more like rounded. It's more just like softer, blended shoulder markings. Okay. The giant oceanic is going to have, this is like the most obvious thing to me. On the underside, ventrally, he has like this dusting of dark color on the outside of his pecs. Like the underside of the bottom pecs, it's just like black. (gasps) Like a like a boob shadow, just like um, what's that contouring? Contouring. <laughs> the thing women do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So that's like, I mean, I can. There's some that have it, and there's some that don't. So I feel like that's like the most obvious thing. Damn. Then the oceanics also apparently has like dark around its mouth, whereas okay. the reef is like a pale or white mouth, and then they both do have like spotting on their belly. But mm-hmm. the oceanic is going to have, like, really large ones that are going to be, like, up higher. And then the reefs are usually, like, posterior, like, really low. Okay. But the spots are unique for every individual, so you can actually identify them. So a lot of researchers, um, a lot of the research being done is, like, observational and just, like, tracking and stuff. So they can actually just, like, take pictures of them and then kind of ID them with those spots, which is kind of cool. Freckles. The dermal denticles, uh, so again, that's okay, so that's color pattern, right? The dermal mm-hmm. denticles, which is like the crazy skin that like sharks and rays have, like that weird shark teeth skin, you know what I'm talking about? How like yeah. they hurt you when you touch them? Yeah. <laughs> so the dermal denticles of the oceanic overlap, but the dermal denticles of the reef are even spaced. And then apparently the oceanic has like enlarged teeth in its upper jaw. Oh, okay. Whatever. Like, you're not going to look in its mouth. And then also, apparently, the oceanic has, like, a small bump, like a caudal spine, which is just, like, a little tiny bump. Whatever. Just see if it has black on the bottom or not. Like, (laughs) Don't look for this little fucking bump. Don't look for all these weird things. (laughs) Okay, so he swam in the ocean. He obviously uses his pectoral fins to move himself forward in, like, a basically, like, flying underwater, like, wing-flapping motion. Yeah, super graceful, right? So 
Yeah, so graceful and so beautiful. So his mouth is facing forward and his gills are eventually, like, located. So they're on the bottom. And he must continuously swim to keep oxygenated water going over his gills. So he must keep swimming. Oh, he okay, yeah. He does not stop. He has those cephalic fins in the front. They can actually, like, mm-hmm. kind of spiral. Like, just kind of do, like, a little bit of a twist. But whenever he's eating, he can, like, make them go erect and can make, like, almost like a little funnel into his mouth. So they have... Like, they're, like, kind of helpful. He does have a really good sense of smell, um, and that's actually how he's going to track most of his food, is just by, like, snaffing around. He also has the largest brain of any fish. Excuse me? Any fish. All the fish. He has the biggest brain. How have I never known that? I don't know. I didn't know it either. And in okay. general, his, like, brain-to-body-mass ratio is, like, very high. So even though he's fucking big, his brain is also big. His brain is probably bigger than me. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> not hard. <laughs> not hard to do. <laughs> he also has this crazy thing that I didn't look up. Cool. Retia mirabili- Fuck me. Retia <laughs> mirabilia? And this is in his brain. And this is Latin for wonderful net- I mean, I did look it up, but I didn't look up how to say <laughs> Excuse it. Excuse me? Yeah, wonderful net. And this is a complex system of arteries and veins that lie very, very close to each other and basically do, like, a counter- countercurrent exchange. And this helps keep his, like, brain warm when he's a thousand feet down in the ocean. <gasps> what? He's got a little, like, pocket warmer for his brain. For his, just his brain, yes. And some Latin-speaking mofo was just like, That's a net. wonderful net. <laughs> What a weird thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. A, a little. Yeah, not even. Very it. strange. <laughs> yeah. They are filter feeders though. So they are gonna be eating uh okay, cool. zooplankton, krill, shrimp, crab larvae, just small stuff. And they're gonna swim really slowly around. They usually do like a cyclone where they'll do like a spiral and just like ball up the plankton <laughs> and then That's swim through it. <laughs> insane okay and that's of course when they're gonna flatten their cephalic fins so they're kind of gonna make like a little funnel shape with that and you know what they're gonna have like a feeding site where there's gonna be like a ton of plankton so they can have like large gatherings of manta rays like up to 50 and then they do other kind of crazy swim stuff like somersaults sometimes so like if there's like a really close pile of food like instead of Mm -hmm. like doing like a crazy turn radius he just like loops back around and hits it again shit dude yeah so cool. Mm. And they will migrate a little bit. Mi- mostly the oceanic is going to move around a little bit more, more migratory than I would say the reef one is. And they will kind of move around and swim around to kind of follow food. Okay. Obviously. That makes sense. I do the same thing. Yeah, same. So mating is hard to observe because they're just like in the ocean. We didn't even know there's two of them. And now it's like, well, what do they do? Uh, They have observed, though, a couple of things. Mating trains observed in the shallows where there's just, like, two mating and then there's just, like, a bunch of them following them. (laughs) They think that maybe mating is initiated by a full moon, which sounds, like, very romantic. Oh, my God. I love that. That's, like, mm, what a vibe. Yeah. A full moon? Hello. Yeah. So, okay, here's just, like, the little blurb they have about, about mating. The female will travel like six and a half miles per hour, 10 kilometers, a ma- uh, 10 kilometers an hour, and the male mm-hmm. will follow and attempt to grasp her pectoral with his mouth. He's just oh. like trying to bite her. And this can take Ten. like upwards of like 30 minutes of him just like trying to bite her and catch her. And then once he has like a really solid grip on her peck, he will turn upside down, press his like belly to her belly, ventrally to ventrally, and then he'll insert a clasper. Into her cloaca, where it will remain for, like, 60 to 90 seconds. Mm-hmm. And this clasper is just, like, basically forming just, like, a straw tube in which the sperm are just, like, zooping through. Okay. And that only lasts for 90 seconds, but then once he, like, disengages, he still will, like, just bite her for a few minutes. And then this train thing happens where they've observed just, like, 20 males just, like, following and just, like, observing this. <laughs> yeah, see, see. <laughs> it's less romantic That's a little now. much. Yeah, I don't like the that, weird the thing, entourage. The weird thing is that the males always grab them on their left peck. And they know this because females what? have scars and they all have them on the left side. 
what that's so weird there's some like curved dick territory in there i don't know what that's about but <laughs> it curves one way or the other jesus but also it's a clasper so <laughs> so the <laughs> eggs will develop and hatch internally inside of her there is no placenta or umbilicus because she's not like that <laughs> She just don't do that. She's not. Uh, she's just not, she's not doing that. Not like that. So there's like a baby alive inside of her. So uh, and again, she has to constantly swim to breathe. So like, what is it doing? Well, it actually, when it's a baby, does like the buccal pumping, where like that frog thing, where they just like make their mouth go weird and like force air into their gills. Uh yes. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes. <laughs> okay. So they usually have one or two babies, and they are called pups. Oh. Which is very cute. It has a 12 to 13 month gestation, which is quite long. Yeah. Once the it is fully developed inside the female, it just gets expelled. And it's basically just like a small manta ray. And it just like dicks off to do its own thing. So there's no parental care once it's basically born. <laughs> wow. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Bye. So there's a usually a two year interval between because of like how long gestation is and like it's cooking inside of you and all that stuff. So there's usually a pretty big gap between like breeding again. But they mm -hmm. have observed, like, some doing it consecutively, like, mainly in, like, human care situations. So mm -hmm. they probably do have an annual ovulatory cycle. It's just that they just don't always do it. Okay. Yeah. So in Sometimes the, you just don't want to. Sometimes you just don't want to. So the Okinawa Aquarium, which mm -hmm. is in Japan, they had mm -hmm. a reef manta ray that gave birth three consecutive years in a row. Oh, one of the gestations was 372 days, and the puppet birth was 192 centimeters or 76 inches wide Whoa. and 70 kilograms, 150 pounds. <gasps> what? Can you imagine just dropping 150 pounds off? Just like, bye. No. <laughs> well, no, because I wouldn't weigh anything, I guess. <laughs> no, that's just my whole body, actually. That's... Nuts. I guess I just was expecting them to be smaller. Like, way smaller, right? Yeah, that's big, though. That's big. The mature rates do differ in species and by habitat. Females, though, like, they said 8 to 10 years. Didn't say shit about males. And they think they can live <laughs> as long as 50 years. Wow, that's pretty long, though. Yeah. It's that, that big, ocean shit. That big ocean shit, right? Yeah. It's they just, unstoppable. Like, they just vibe off the moon and, like, they're, like, in the <laughs> waves. Like, it just doesn't yes. fucking touch them. The moon let's is full, see. let's fuck, and, like, let's... Live till 50. <laughs> let's live till 50. <laughs> that I want that on a targeted t-shirt. Hell yeah! <laughs> do you do you abide by the moon? Do you live in the waves? Do you live until 50? Let's 50 fuck. seems like plenty long enough to me. For, a, like, a manta ray? Absolutely. No, 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 for me. Like, I'm more oh. than halfway there, and I'm like, okay, I don't need to see too much more. You know? Like, I've yeah. done it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, that sounds good. They live as long as 50 years, but they get chomped on by stuff, so they can't get eaten by sharks, killer whales, chewed on by cookie-cutter sharks, and they also can harbor parasitic copepods, so there's, like, shit mm. eating their shit they're trying to eat. It's not very nice. They can travel alone or in groups up to, like, 50. Again, probably, like, that's more in, like, a feeding situation, but they can mm -hmm. kind of migrate together to certain areas. They can actually breach... Out of the water, partially and fully. What? Yeah, like, just, like, porpoise out, like, breach. And I have actually observed. <gasps> I don't know if it's a manta ray. I probably should look it up. But it was in Belize. I saw a ray. I was kayaking in the ocean. And a manta, or not a manta ray, a ray breached out of the ocean. I, like, lost my fucking mind. Oh, my God. You scream? It was gorge. I did scream. I did. <laughs> I did scream. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but they don't really know why they do that, as, like, all things, right? Like, why do things la launch themselves out of the water? But it could it be fun? things like mating rituals, birthing, communication, or removal of, like, parasitic remoras and, like, other sucker fish and shit. Like, what better way than just, like, yeet yourself to try to, like, <laughs> fling a fish off your back? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I do the same thing. If there's, like, a strange bug on me, I, like, whip my hand. You just, like, flail, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they just do it for fun. Do you ever think about that? Well, that's what I'm saying. They're super like, smart. Their brains are huge. So, like, sometimes I just, like, 
thrash around because they yeah. just want to and it feels good. Maybe they're doing the same thing. Yeah. Do you ever get excited and you just like slap yourself a bunch? Like, woo! Oh, for sure. Always. <laughs> doing it right now. <laughs> slap myself right now. One hundred, are you slapping? But like I said, they have like the remoras. They, so they do get external parasites and they will visit cleaning stations to help get those off of them. <laughs> Headed to the um, car wash. <laughs> so they go to those. Yeah. What is that movie with like Will Smith? Shark Tale. Dude. Shark oh my Tale. God. I was just, that just popped in my head. And it's like you saw it and plucked it. And I was like, what's that movie with Will Anytime Smith? Anytime I think of a cleaning station, I think of that movie because he worked at like a fish car wash. <laughs> yeah. That movie was fucking bad, dude. It was awful. So they usually remain stationary, near stationary as much as possible, near the surface, and fish just, like, suck on them. Oh, what? Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what? They have been known to, like, revisit the same cleaning site. Yeah, I bet they did. So they have, like, a memory or some kind of cognitive map where, like, they're traveling. (laughs) Suck map. (laughs) A long time, but they know, like, where to get the suck. Yeah. Yeah. I always got to get that suck. So here's Cray. Here's This is Cray. Ready? Okay. So they had two captive rays. I think it was in the Okinawa Aquarium. I can't remember. And they did a mirror test on them. Oh. What happened? So the mirror shatter. Not, yeah. If you're not familiar, <laughs> we talk about this a lot with like more intelligent species where you like show them a mirror and... It's a sign of intelligence whether or not they have, like, self-recognition. Do they know that's themselves in the mirror, or do they think it's, like, another distinct individual, right? Mm -hmm. Humans can do it. Some apes can do it. Some elephants can do it. Well, they think these fucking manta rays passed. Ooh. So they gave them this mirror, and instead of showing signs of social interaction, they did, like, weird repetitive movements in front of the mirror that like they usually don't do okay so they think that it was like checking like okay if i like if i flip my peck like 10 times up is that thing flicking its peck 10 times up that's exactly what i would do though yeah like i would do some strange thing just to see if that thing shimmy and just see if it shimmies back yeah yeah so they think this is like at least the prerequisite for like self awareness. Like if he's not there, he's almost there. Like give him another Ooh. millennia, and he's gonna be like <laughs> reading and writing. <laughs> give him a hint, he's almost there. <laughs> he's almost there. Fuck, I'm proud of him. I love him. Yeah, I like. The more you say, the more I love. I am falling deeper and deeper into this <laughs> love hole. <laughs> It's yeah, the I'd rather be in hole. that one. <laughs> it's a different hole. Put me in that hole. <laughs> you could actually refer to the other one also as a love hole, but that's a different hole. I don't want you to ever mention it again. <laughs> okay, so threats to the manta ray. What is happening? Well, the biggest threat is overfishing, as I feel uh, like yes. all threats in the ocean like, lead literally. back to overfishing. Yeah. So because they have a really long lifespan, but a low reproductive rate, like again, like it, you know, like they can take up to two years a off. Year. And yeah. they're only having one to two pups at a time. It means that overfishing them can severely reduce in a population, like, very dramatically. And mm-hmm. when we're talking about their habitat and the areas that they're living, when I say, like, the oceanic manta ray is in, like, this belt across the world, it doesn't mean that, like, every square inch has a manta ray. Like, their, their populations are still fragmented enough. That if you're taking 10 out of a population, you're decimating, like, a population, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Mm -hmm. So if you, like, kill 10, it's not like, oh, I'm, like, right next door, let me move in. It's like, no, they're gone from that part of the ocean for forever. Yeah, that's not good. Like, they're localized to food areas, so individuals are unlikely to replace them. That's what I just said. I just repeated myself. Okay. So (laughs) there uh, there is commercial and, like, local fishing for the manta meat. And products, they typically would use, like, nets, trawls, and harpoons to hunt them. They mm-hmm. use liver oil and their skin as well as, like, the meat. But it wasn't, like, super popular because it's not that great. Like, there's other fish that taste better. Mm-hmm. But there's been a kind of new development and demand for gill rakers of the manta mm-hmm. ray, which is the cartilaginous yeah. structure that protects the actual, like, gill structure Mm -hmm. um so in like traditional medicine this has been big 
So that was, that's bad. Fuck, dude. Like, they are the ones that need that thing. <laughs> they know? need it. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> the Fuck actual sake. hell. <laughs> oh, my God. So after Ugh. that became, like, really high in demand, they made, like, like targeted fisheries right like like okay we're only hunting a manta ray like that's our purpose because there's such high demand so they were estimated killing of like at least like a thousand like thousands every year just for the gill raker so like they're just like taking off this like piece of cartilage and then like chucking the rest of it man and then they also were saying like those fragmented populations like are usually less than a thousand individuals so the, like that a thousand is a lot that's a lot yeah. of manta rays it's fucking awful other than just like being obviously hunted they are susceptible to other things that are human caused threats because they must swim forward to breathe they are really really vulnerable to entanglements and any kind of nets or any like fishing line and wire oh. and trawling and like bycatch because once they're caught and stuck, they die because they can't breathe. And one of their, like, techniques to, like, avoid stuff is doing that somersault. So usually they just, like, entangle themselves even further and just, like, oh. <laughs> really wrap themselves up. And, like, their pecs are so, like, protruding that because they're so wide, I feel like they're very susceptible to just getting caught and shit, you know? Uh, yeah. They just can't, they just can't help bumping into stuff. Right? <laughs> in addition to that there's also boat collisions pollution of course yeah high like unchecked tourism climate change and ingestion of microplastics which all can affect the manta ray as well so in 2011 both species were declared as vulnerable and their numbers are decreasing fuck this was like a the new um status i think before that it was just data deficient because it just there just mm-hmm. wasn't enough people, and there just wasn't enough time to study them. They're all mm-hmm. over the place. It's kind of crazy. But a lot of stuff has actually, like, kind of gone well for them since then. So in 2011, they were officially protected in international waters. So after this kind of, like, vulnerable declaration, because they were included in the Convention of on Migratory Species of Wild Animals, or the CMS. Okay. So prior to that, there was countries who were protecting them, but they were they're migrating, like the oceanic ones. So it doesn't matter if you're protected over there when you're swimming next door; they're gonna hunt you, you know. Mm-hmm. But this makes them kind of protected in international waters, which is really helpful. And there's actually like a UK-based charity called Manta Trust, which is basically like using the manta ray, kind of as like World Wildlife Fund is using the panda. Okay. To, yeah. Like be like this cute. Kind of like sponsor, yeah, Mm -hmm. kind of like sponsor animal to just like help oceans and help the mantis habitat and like skates and rays and things like that. And they had like cool shit on their website. You can like adopt a ray. Um, They had a store. I'm like, I mean, yeah, I like, I'm vibing off that like mascot, you know? Yeah. They're so cute. Yeah. So that's kind of like their flagship animal just for like ocean conservation pretty much. But I mean also focusing of course on the manta because they're gorgeous and awesome. Mm -hmm. So humans uh, have been around mantas for a a long time. They were historically feared however because they're very big (laughs) and they (laughs) were assumed to be like strong and scary. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't until people started like swimming and diving and being around them a lot more that they realized they were very placid and kind of relaxed and then got away from like the fear part of it there Mm -hmm. are some like ancient peruvian civilizations who basically just worshipped the ocean so all of its inhabitants and animals and there's Mm -hmm. a lot of old art that depicts the manta ray that's like very cool and cute and good (laughs) god we need more of that people just like loving the ocean just loving them they are rarely kept in aquarium due to their really large size there's mm-hmm. a couple places that have them, um, Atlantis and the Bahamas. Uh, again, Okinawa, Japan has them. And they actually had the first captive manta birth in 2007. Um, wow. I don't think it survived, but then since then they've had several that have. So they're wow. doing awesome things there. That's also like the largest aquarium in like the whole fucking world, I think. Yeah, that's one that has like whale sharks, right? Yes, it has whale sharks. Cool. And then another notable aquarium, of course, is Georgia Aquarium here in the United States. They have Nandi, N-A-N-D-I, and Nandi was actually caught in a shark net 
in South Africa in 2007. And oh. Nandy had to be rehabbed and was in like a marine world aquarium in South Africa. They started outgrowing their aquarium. So they were actually moved to Georgia oh. <laughs> Aquarium in 2008. Wow. So now they reside there with two other manta rays. So there's, I think they have three total. And their wow. ocean voyager habitat, which, by the way, is 6,300,000 gallons of water. I can't comprehend that. <laughs> 23,848 meters uh, cubed. Cubic meters. <laughs> cubed. I almost said squared, and then I realized I wrote a three. That's that's a cube. cube. <laughs> that's a cube. That's so that's, many. That's so much water. That's so cool. I visited Georgia Aquarium. You've visited there too, right? I've been, yes. Yeah. There it's so cool. It's to just see like them. mind blowing. Mind blowing. Yeah. It's so neat that they have those there too. Yes. And Nandy would not be alive if it wasn't for zoos and aquariums. Ah, love that. Also wouldn't be almost dead if it wasn't for people, so. (laughs) The one-two punch. (laughs) Oh, one-two punch. So the other thing that I kind of talked about just very briefly, and by very briefly talked about, I mean I said one word about it, is tourism. Sites that they visit attract tourists who want to come see them. They're huge, and they're beautiful, and they're amazing. So places like the Bahamas, the Cayman Islands, Spain, Hawaii, Australia, all of these places have like tourism opportunities and dives and swims with these animals Mm -hmm. and it's really easy because they're super smart and they're super gentle so they can actually become really habituated to people to the point like they really just don't mind right like if you're just observing yeah and they're quite curious as well like if i like i was listening to a national geographic woman talking about them and she researches them and she was just saying like it's that animal that, like, when you see them, like, they see you and they come towards you. Like, it's not, like, it's not another fish that's going to, like, swim away. They're like, what are you doing? Like, they're very curious. <laughs> and the good thing is that this is benefiting locals and visitors, right? Like, it's raising awareness for the ocean, yeah. protect the ocean, protect the ocean inhabitants. And then it's creating money and can't think of the word. But just, jobs. like, jobs. <laughs> just, like, fucking jobs. Um, jobs. For local areas. And these opportunities can also help fund, like, research and conservation, which is great. Yeah, However, constant, like, unregulated interactions can also have a negative effect, as is all things. Too much of a good thing, right? So Mm -hmm. disturbing the fish in the area, the plankton in the area, disturbing the manta rays is going to have a negative effect on them. They used to be, I guess, really prevalent in Bora Bora. And with the excess of, like, swimmers, divers, boaters, and jet skis, there is no longer, like, a native manta population in Bora Bora. They've abandoned the area. Oh. Bummer. We but here, out. this is awesome. So in 2014, Indonesia was, you know, like hunting and killing manta rays and selling them, right? In yeah. 2014, they made a fishing and export ban and were like, no more. Don't do it anymore. <gasps> and oh, that's great. they were saying that killing and like selling manta rays could fetch them anywhere from like 40 to $500, depending on, I guess, like what you're doing and where you're selling it and whatever. Mm-hmm. But the lifespan of a manta ray is 50 years. And in those 50 years, they could get over a million dollars in tourism. So, like, over its entire lifetime, if people just coming to enjoy it and enjoy it as an animal, mm-hmm. it's making way more money than then just, like, killing it and getting rid of it forever. I've got a point. <laughs> and because Indonesia is, like, big and it has, like, a lot of water around it, it's actually now the world's largest sanctuary for the manta ray. Wow. Isn't that fucking cool? That is so cool. Like, it's what never a too way late to, to change, turn it man. around. Yeah. yeah. It's never too late to, like, change your mind and, like, change for the better. I think that's awesome. That's really good. So, manta rays and media, obviously, there's an episode on Octonauts about them. Obviously. Of course, oh, because those, those fuckers are, like, killing obviously. it. Obviously. Obviously. There's, like, a little manta ray. She, like, hurts her fin. And they're like, oh, you just need your, like, goo on it. And he just, like, wipes slime on her. He's like, your slime <sighs> came off. And she's like two remora that like are sucking on her, and they just like don't, wow. they just like make fun of her the whole time. <gasps> wow! But they help her like migrate and find the other ones, and they're doing like a whirlpool. They're doing like a spin around the plankton to like herd them all into one spot. Yeah, pretty cool. Wow! I was trying to think if there's one in Finding Nemo. Is that? Uh, yeah, Mr. Ray. Oh, dude, Mr. Fucking Ray. Yeah, he's not a manta ray though. Bums. Yeah, there is one in the Little Mermaid cartoon. Did you ever watch that? Oh, like the movie? I've been thinking about that the whole time. No, it's the the cartoon show. 
I didn't know there was a Little Mermaid cartoon. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, his name is Manta, and he's voiced by Tim Curry. I'm sorry. Oh, he's evil. <laughs> Wake up. Oh, he's very evil, yeah. He's got, like, oh, he's big a bad blue. man. Oh, I'm sorry. Big purple pecs and, like, abs. He's very well, here's bad. the thing. Yeah, he's got nipples, which is upsetting. Nipples, yeah. He's evil. Nipples. A few things to note. Yeah. He is regarded as pure evil. Um, <laughs> this is not tracking with what I just discussed. Delete him. <laughs> I know. He keeps, like, his whole shit on the show is he's trying to, like, take over the Atlantican throne, right? And, like, steal Atlantican. the Atlantic shit. Yeah. And, but, however, he does have a son who's really fucked up. You should look at him. His name is Little Evil. I hate looking at him. Um, who's, who's actually, like, pretty good. And it, like, drives, like, Manta crazy because he's like, my son's nicer than me. <laughs> my son. Oh, my God. This, I don't like any of this. No. Yeah, it's bad. Mm-mm. But Manta is, uh, like, he uses hypnosis throughout, like, the show to, to get others to, like, spread discord. because his brain is so big, he has, like, telekinesis and shit, you know? <laughs> Anyone else watch this cartoon? No, Hit you me made up. this up. I did not. <laughs> Look him up on the Disney wiki. <laughs> but this is it. This is it for the manta ray and this disturbing thing that you've spun at the end where it was this beautiful oh, majestic creature. Oh, I'm sorry. Made it we haven't demon. had any disturbing things up until this point. <laughs> I'm the one that introduced the disturbing thing Correct. at the end. Correct. Correct. <laughs> so this is the manta ray. Tildill. There are two species as of 2008. The giant oceanic manta ray and the reef manta ray. They are the only rays who have, like, the forward-facing mouth. They're in their own genus. They're very different than some of the other ones. They're the only filter-feeding ray as well. They are fucking big. The biggest one, the biggest fish, right? Or, I'm sorry, the largest ray in the world. Scratch that. They're the largest ray in the world. Um, (laughs) And the second largest ray in the world. And it can get up to around 23 feet in width, or 7 meters, and about 3,000 kgs, or 6,600 pounds. So just big. They live in the open ocean, the pelagic, and they prefer warmer water temps above 68 degrees Fahrenheit. They're that manta ray pierogi shape. They are flat, beautiful, pectoral, wing, fins. They got a little tail, but they don't have a sting. They're not stingrays. That's just vestigial, leftover, um, no barb to it at all. They are usually darker on top, black on top, white on the bottom, with some speckling on, the, on their belly. And they do have, like, little shoulder pads, like little white spots um, that kind of marks the shoulder, quote, area. On the top, filter feeders, they bone down. The male bites the left peck. Just, like, shoot sperm in <laughs> Such her. a kink. <laughs> Such a weird kink. Give me that left side. They may or may not be self-recognizing, which is crazy, but they have... Um, a really, really large brain-to-body ratio, and they actually have the, what did I say, largest brain of, like, any of fish? Any fish? Is that what he said? I think so. God forbid I can find it. Largest brain size of any fish. Yeah, isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah. They travel alone or in groups of up to um, 50. Overfishing is their number one threat. Long lifespan, low reproductive rate. They're both currently listed as vulnerable, and their numbers are decreasing. We need to save our oceans... And respect our oceans and all the things inside of it. It yeah, is importante. Yeah, it is. Can I just say, when I was younger, I think I went to the Shed Aquarium in Chicago. Chicago, yeah. And they had, a, like, uh, I went to a, a little touch tank and there was a little nice. ray in there. Nice. And I remember it, like, flapped over to me. You know how it does, like, up yes. on the side. It was like, yes. flap, flap, Slaps flap. It. And it came just, like, flapped over to me. And I, I touched its little, like, fin. And it was all, like, smooth. Like, it was like a lasagna noodle. Yeah. And... Is there more to I this? loved it. <laughs> okay. And it just, like, in that moment, I was like, oh, I just learned so much because I was like, I didn't know, A, that it was, like, how, how it felt. It was, like, rubbery smooth. Yeah. And it was so, like, curious and, like, sweet. And it just came over and I learned so much about it. And then I immediately, because I was like eight or something, I was like, I want to get a, a Ray stuffed animal at the gift shop. And that's what I got. And I have it to this day. Amazing. Because it made such an impression on me. They're so cool. They are cool. I've even like fed one. Some of them, the touch tanks, you can buy like those little gross squid that's and they like so slurp cool. them out of your hand. 
Oh my god, but I this, die. The, obviously this is not. You, no touch tank for a manta ray. It's 700 feet wide. <laughs> no, thank Weighs you. Weighs <laughs> 10 trillion pounds. You can look, but no touchy. <laughs> but that's it. Thank you guys so much for joining us for this week's episode of Keeper Chat. You can always contact us if you have questions or questions for our quick and dirty comments we have an email keeperchat at gmail.com facebook instagram twitter we have a subreddit you can fucking post memes on reddit we have a facebook group we have a discord you can join out on patreon.com slash keeperchat you get access to a discord you can like message us all the time and send us weird pictures i don't know everybody in there is weird join us um you also get access to bonus episodes like over like 14 15 hours of content at this point i don't know oh yeah for sometimes sure. we do let's plays we've played um putt saves the zoo we have some mm-hmm. stuff in our docket now we're gearing up to maybe play some some stuff we got some stuff and i don't know i think that's it you can always rate and review us on itunes for every rating and review that we receive we donate five dollars to conservation which is um, a different organization every time chosen by our beautiful patrons and if you have an idea for an episode, again, you got to join Patreon, patreon.com slash keeperchat. Get in there, throw $5 at me, and then tell me what to talk about. I'll do it. I'll do anything for $5. <laughs> <laughs> anything. She'll get in that chode hole for $5. <laughs> <laughs> Jigsaw's like, listen, idiot. <laughs> I'll give you this $5 bill if you fucking just go in that chode hole. All right, Slap Jigsaw, stuff. you got to tell me twice. <laughs> Slaps down a fiver. Get in that hole. Get right. in that hole. Here we go. <laughs> Put the fucking lotion on your skin now. <laughs> that could cost you another five, boy. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Jesus. Fuck's sake. Bye. Bye. <laughs>